Hey, 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 okay. So, what a day I've had. What a morning I've had. It's uh, 2.21 in the afternoon on Thursday, February 27th. In case you can't hear in the background, that's my little air conditioner. So sorry if it's distracting. Um, I'm doing a podcast, apparently. And who knows if you're going to hear this. Who knows if anybody's going to hear this. Um, I was just going to talk like I usually do, which I call journaling, which I call babbling into my recorder, because I do that for myself, and it's pretty entertaining. But then I thought, you know, what can I give? Because I figured you don't want to hear a podcast about me journaling and me babbling just like about what my day is about. You probably want to get some value out of your time listening here today. Um, so, what can I give? Um, maybe, hopefully, I can, I can give, I can give you some comedy, you know, about being a maniac, about, you know, having manic episodes and manic tendencies. Maybe I can give you some comedy about being a recovering gambling addict. Maybe Caramel can give you some comedy, you know, so maybe let's file this under a comedy kind of podcast. I don't know. And I'm sure you're going to hear me go off on tangents and and hopefully they'll be fun. Um, Today, just, you know, where should I start my day? Um, First of all, I wake up super early and again, it's not about me. So let's just say one early morning, like about three in the morning, uh, I woke up or this person woke up and, you know, didn't really know what to do. And usually in Vegas, when you wake up at 3 in the morning, you go out. You can go out and go gamble. You can go out to the dispensary. You know, there's all these things you can do in Vegas. I'm sure you can do them in Reno too. But uh, this morning I got up and I went to Winchell's Donuts and I took Caramel with me. So we're riding in the car. It was totally cold out. I don't know. To me it was cold. It was probably like 40 degrees Um, enough for me to wear a long sleeve shirt with a jacket and then my little uh, United States Army veteran hat that I like to wear and I have caramel with me and I put the leash on him and I live on the second floor and I have to hand carry him downstairs because he's so tiny he can't go down the steps from my apartment down to the sidewalk so I carry him down the steps and I put him on the floor and he starts shivering and I forget, you know, he's so tiny and it's cold out that he's, of course, he's cold, you know, why, why wouldn't he be? So that was the adventure walking from the apartment to the new car. I get him in the new car. The new car has leather seats and he's kind of sliding around. Every time I make a turn, he slides around on the, on the passenger seat, you know, so that was kind of funny. Then I make another left turn and I get to the Winchell's Donuts and it's got this big clear, um, the double doors are glass so you can see through and the clerk's looking at me, I have eye contact with her and then she looks at the dog and then she has eye contact with me again and then I'm like pointing at the dog and I go thumbs up and she doesn't, she like kind of makes a face and squinches up her face and raises her shoulder like I don't know 
then she looks at her coworker, and her coworker looks at me and looks at Caramel, and we're freezing because it's cold out there, and I'm outside the door, and then the second worker, I you know, kind of looks at me, eye contact, eye contact, eye contact. So I crack open the door and I go, "Can I bring him in?" And she's like, "Well, no, only if he's a service dog." So I'm like, "Oh shoot!" So I try to do the right thing, and I don't lie about it, and I say, "Okay, well, fine. I'll just put him back in the car real quick." So I put him. I walk back through the parking lot because I had to park kind of far back in the parking lot because it was three in the morning and all the construction workers are awake and they're getting ready to like go build shit like the the new Raiders stadium and all the roads that lead to the stadium um and they're all speaking spanish and looking at me and looking at the dog and looking at the cute counter girls and the counter girls boss who's like you know your dog's not a service dog so i walk through the parking lot in the cold i put caramel back in the car and no 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 i didn't lock my keys in the car so i put caramel in the car and i figure gosh it's cold you know what should i do should i turn the heater on and i'm looking around and it's, there's all these construction workers and i'm thinking nah, nobody's gonna steal my car so i turn the car on i turn the heater on put caramel in the car and you know the, luckily the auto locks don't lock and i had another spare key so that was good too so i leave the heater running i go in i get two donuts a buttermilk donut and a chocolate bar Usually I get a chocolate twist, but this time I got a chocolate bar, the, the raised, glazed kind, really good. And I got a cup of coffee, coffee with extra cream. That was really yummy too. And then I go back and Caramel is like asleep. He's like totally chilled out because I had the heater on. I had some, I had another jacket there in the passenger seat that he was laying on or laying under. And he was like a total little mole because he loves to, to like burrow and be under under stuff so that was the adventure this morning at three in the morning then fast forward it's like uh nine o'clock i live about mm, 30 minutes from the hospital but i leave an hour early because at nine o'clock there's traffic so i i get in the car i say bye to caramel i make sure there's food in the dog dish and water in the water dish and at this point, it's nine o'clock. It's not, it wasn't hot enough. I mean, cold enough for me to turn on my heater in the apartment because the apartment was warm. So that was good. What it, anyways, what am I talking about? So I get to, I get, are you really listening to this about my day? It's not boring. What, is this boring? Am I giving you anything of value? <laughs> you know, I just want to make sure that you tune into my podcast so don't forget to like and subscribe and click the little subscription button wherever it is um i always learn that watching my daughter watch youtube and all her little videos say like and subscribe so that's my little plug right now and if anybody else out there is listening to this that would be amazing but if not i totally understand um because i would rather leave little voice memos but you said, Tierra, that voice memos are hard to listen to and you'd rather read stuff. And then if I just text you stuff to read, then it wouldn't be special. So I'm putting in all this effort and I'm making a podcast like specifically for you because nobody else is going to see this or hear this. And if they do, leave a comment below and maybe I'll talk to you guys, whoever you are, stranger. Um, 
Stranger Danger. So where was I? Oh, so I get to uh, the hospital for my aftercare IOP, Intensive Outpatient Program. Um, I get there, today's Thursday, it's Dr. LeVon, we're doing mindfulness, and it's just me. Nobody else shows up, kind of like yesterday. Um, I guess Ken was in court yesterday, but then he didn't show up today, which was kind of weird. And Rudy doesn't show up on Thursdays until 11, because he doesn't go to mindfulness. He just goes from 11 to noon when we're talking about, you know, gambling addiction. So, the first hour from 10 o'clock, oh, mind this, I had to park way out in the parking lot at the hospital. In fact, way out in the dirt where there's another, like, overflow parking lot, you know, on the other side of the ring where you jog on, you know? I parked out in the dirt, and it was cold. So, anyways. Um, And I still had coffee left from Winchell's this morning at 3 in the morning, and... It wasn't warm, and it, it doesn't bother me. I like cold coffee. Do I sound like a total Woody Allen character? You know, stumbling and bumbling and being totally neurotic. Anyways, I hope you're enjoying listening. So I get to, I get to the mindfulness class. It's Dr. Levon. She's there. I'm there the little divide is open so she's like struggling to close it so I get up and I help her close the little partition and then she goes why don't I go out front back to the lobby and check to see if anybody's out there so she scurries off away and I'm in the room all by myself and I'm thinking man what a morning I've been up since like three in the morning I've fought through all this traffic and nobody's here it's just me and Dr. LeVon And what the heck are we going to talk about? So, long story longer, we just start talking. Me and Dr. LeVon, she has her cute little handouts that she always has, you know? And, uh, I hope this thing is recording. Is it still recording? Oh my gosh. Oh, it's still recording. Okay, so she has her cute little handouts and she looks at them and then she looks at me and she kind of figures that I just want to chat. So it turns into this private like one-on-one therapy session and I told her that I missed my meds the last two days three days no two days two days no three days Monday Tuesday Wednesday but I took a Wednesday night today's Thursday um so I told her I was I didn't know like how could I know if I'm feeling mania or if it's just me being off the meds, or am I really not adjusted, or am I just a hypochondriac and I worry too much, or is, am I am I going through mania right now? And she's like, well, no, tell me what you did, you know, since you got back from California, because I got back from California on Monday, and I said, oh, I've been super busy, I registered the car, I... I I got it insured. I waited in line at the DMV. I got the paperwork for the county assessors to see if they could give me my veterans discount disability, you know, but that's another story I will go on later. Um, so, I'm in my session with Dr. Levon just talking about mania and she's like well no you know you just sound like a normal person 
who is getting things done, and that's good. And I said, yeah, but if that's good, then where's the where's the celebration? You know, because I I suffer from low self-esteem, and I don't have enough self-esteem to say good job, Ronnie. And she's like, well, why not? Just say good job, Ronnie, because you're getting stuff done, and you know come to think about it both your cars are registered both your cars are insured and you know you're doing well you you have more than other people and I'm like oh my gosh I guess I really do so that's kind of cool um so after that session me and Dr. Levon just talked for an hour and she's she's so great it was really cool and then we ended with the mountain mindfulness meditation where like you picture a mountain and you get all solid and you get all majestic and you just really feel that you're there and whatever happens happens like the weather changes and time goes by and the mountain is still there and I'm like doing all this uh, mindfulness meditation with her talking and it's like this is really good this is a private one-on-one patient doctor situation what more could I ask for you know so I'm, I'm really blessed to have health insurance through the VA and I'm really blessed that you know I've been working with Dr. Levon for like 45 50 days it's it's good you know so she leaves and then Chris did you know Chris Chris's last name is Hunter his first name is William Hunter William Christopher Hunter did you know that Anyways, and it reminds me, I went to another uh, IOP program here in Las Vegas. It's called the Problem Gambling Center, and it was run by Dr. Robert Hunter. I wonder if they're related. Anyways, and Chris is not a doctor. He's a social worker, so just that distinction there. So I had my group. um, Same thing with Chris. It's just me, and Ken doesn't show up, and... I guess Jimmy doesn't show up till next week and it was just me and Chris and it was cool because I got to really work through some stuff regarding how I think and how I'm staying on top of things. Oh, and I am on top of things. I've been playing phone tag with Dr. Untall because we're trying to schedule, well she has to put in a consult and we're trying to schedule my DBT therapy sessions. So that's in process, but that'll be good because I really need it because I need help thinking because I'm definitely, you know, a black and white type of guy and there's that gray area that I'd like to learn about. But uh, I've been babbling on for 15 minutes and this is just a test session. So I, I hope you get it. I hope it works out. I could go on. I could go off on more tangents because I went to... Uh, I drove downtown, I went to the tax assessor's office, and um, Galen said I could get a discount, you know, um, for my disability, and the lady at the tax assessor's, uh, the little desk there, she said no, because the paper I showed her said I was discharged, and my my discharge, my army discharge is general under honorable conditions, and she's like, ooh, uh, I don't really know if I could do this. Can you find like another piece of paper that doesn't say something like that? And then I'm thinking, well, where, you know, I'm just going to come back and come back with a piece of paper, some government form 
you know, like my DD-214 or something, which government form <laughs> or piece of paper says that I have an 80% disability without saying what type of just discharge I had, you know. And then, so that didn't go too well. So then I went to the DMV again because I have to get a real ID. Do you know what a real ID is? The real ID story? It's when there's that gold star on your driver's license and the real ID program. I guess it was initiated back in 2001 after 9-11. Basically, it's like a central database for all DMVs across the country and Puerto Rico and the District of Columbia to get all driver's license identification information into one database. So, but to do that, to get this real ID with the gold star on it, you need a passport, you need two sources showing your residence, you know, like your address, so a bank statement, and like, I don't know, a cell phone bill or something like that, I don't know. And then you need your social security card. So who walks around with their social security card? I thought I was prepared. I had my passport on me. I had my two sources showing my address, my residence, but I didn't have my social security card. And I was like, well, forget this. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna wait in line and, and need my social security card. So I'll come back later when I have my social security card. So I just left and that's where I am right now. I'm back in my apartment making this podcast for you. Uh, hopefully you're listening to it tonight or maybe in the morning when you exercise. I don't know. I don't know. Tell me if you like it. Tell me if I gave you some some laughs, something of value, some jokes, some memories. Tell me if you like hearing your name on the podcast. I don't know. Like I said, I don't know what the heck I'm doing. It's just a little challenge. Challenge accepted. Because I've always wanted to start a podcast. And why not do it, right? Is this a manic episode? I don't know. I've been talking for 18 minutes straight, so maybe it is. Anyways, enjoy. Have a great day. Love ya. Bye. Okay, wow, so my mind is kind of blown right now. Um, You sent me the link regarding the interview from PBS, and now it's on YouTube, and it's an interview with me and this interviewer guy about addiction. And it definitely has, it is now keeping me accountable to the words I say and the things I do. Um, Wow, it's just pretty heavy. Um, You know, I've been struggling a long, long time with addiction, and I'm I'm a little bit in shock, to be perfectly honest, um, because I've made many attempts to to quit gambling before. Um, I went in February of 2016, after a breakup uh, with Angela and you know I'm sure that was about gambling and probably some of the bipolar disorder manifesting and 
her and I had been together for so many years, I'm sure it was hard for her to cope. Um, but this just takes things to a whole new level. I really, I'm, I'm actually kind of proud of myself that I went through the 45 days and then I'm going to aftercare and then I am being held accountable by this video that will be in perpetuity online on YouTube about me saying I'm going straight, I'm going sober. Um, and it also mentions some other deep dark secrets that happened and it's, it's a lot. So it's gonna take a while for me to process it. Um, and I was just in this other mood about the other episode zero that I just did. And uh, yeah, so thanks for, for sending me that link. Thanks for holding me accountable. Not you personally, but just the fact that I did this interview almost a month ago. Well, more than a month ago. Um, and I almost forgot about it. But seeing it online and seeing it on the PBS website kind of makes it hold true. You know what I mean? Um, I don't want to be a relapse statistic. I want to be a success statistic. So... That's something I'm really working towards, and I had a good day. I, I've had a good few days. I've had blessings in my life. Um, it's just been a wild ride so far. So this is just a short little episode, kind of a reaction video, if you will, about uh, how I feel about being interviewed regarding an addiction. So, wow, that's pretty heavy.